Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Great American Odyssey. We're going online right now. All right, guys, take care. Bye. Merry Christmas oh, Isn't it amazing? <laughs> that that mover and shaker, Bob, right there. <laughs> this guy. Him. He's what? addicted to his phone. <laughs> it's amazing. He's taking business calls. He's taking calls about the show while the show is on, man. I have never met a more mover and shaking guy <laughs> than, that, than that hot rod Bob. <laughs> she would be Anna Octane right there. Uh, I'm Bruce Barkin. Boy, can you tell sugar plums and visions are dancing in our heads. Hi, I'm Bob Beck. Hi, Bob Beck. And I have Welcome a phone back problem. To the show. Welcome back. I, I have a phone problem. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we got a call from Ali, who we've had on the show before, and uh, he has got one of the world's quickest Subarus or Scions. I'm not sure which body it is. Oh yeah, he's got one of the six-cylinder Subaru motors. Now they had that for a short time on the on the. Uh, was the w- WRX? No, it oh. was not on the WRX. It was on a special little sports car they made. Oh. Which was an amazing car. But it had so much horsepower and torque out of the six-cylinder, the only thing they ever tied it to was an automatic transmission, oh. which it kept launching and blowing apart anyway. <laughs> but it was a, it was a cool car. Um, anyway, he's got that stuffed into one of the Subaru Scion cars. And it is just an amazingly powerful machine. Because after that, all Subaru... Uh, focused on was their four-cylinder turbos. Sure. Well, this thing turboed makes the four-cylinder look like a wimp. That is amazing. So Ali was talking to me about uh, coming out to Irwindale drag strip while it's still open because, again, ladies and gentle people, Irwindale Speedway and drag strip closes down January 31st. Now, we're we're dark tomorrow night. They're doing a a movie shoot there, so we're not going to be able to race tomorrow night. But every night... Every Thursday until the 25th. 25th is our last drag race. Yeah. 27th is our last night of destruction at Irwindale. So, uh, But the, the facility shuts down January 31st. Unless you happen to know someone who would like to buy the facility and keep it as a race facility. Which, I'll tell you what, I'd love and I would love to stay working there. I'd love to stay working is the problem. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that that's what we're up against right now. We just had the last moon eyes this past weekend there, unless the place stays open again. And uh, it, it just it's sad to see a premier race facility. It is the only short track and drag strip in L.A. County. And it is going away. And it sounds kind of dumb because it sounds so advertising to say this, but it's centrally located. I mean, yes. the, or, or, you can't put a track, at least there's there's no dead land between here and the no. state line, practically. No, and it, it's surrounded by gravel pits and, and dumps and things of that nature, so it's not something where the people living around it are complaining. Yeah. I mean, people can hear it a distance away, but we always stop racing by 10 o'clock when we do race. We had two NASCAR events per month, plus NHRA drag racing once a month, and test and tune, or TNT. What are they put there instead? Uh, I mean, right now, uh, we don't know what's going on. At this point, it, it appears to be uh, going to be dormant until someone uh, can wow. pick up the stick and, and run with it. But uh, at, at this point, Irwindale's dead. Now, the other bad news... I just got word the other day, Rocky Mountain Raceway oh, just outside Salt Lake City is closing down oh, the end of 2018. Now, that track facility was sold five years ago, much like Irwindale was sold five years ago. Right. Oh, okay. And That's in the case of, of Irwindale, they initially wanted us to build a mall. Ain't going to happen. Huh. That's that's dead. You hear someone say, well, they're building a mall. No, it, it, nothing's happening. They're not building anything. Not sure what's happening at Rocky Mountain. But Commercial we do development. Know it probably is, but they tried to get an extension of their lease. That didn't happen. So at the end of this year, Rocky Mountain's closing down. That is the only racing facility in Utah. It, well, not just From Utah, but just. Yeah, just in the uh, Salt Lake City general area. Wow. So you'll, they're losing motocross, you're losing a circle track, they're losing a drag strip. And they're lo- losing a huge amount of money for the... Um, the businesses in the, the area. area. Right, because it's right. the only racetrack on the other side of Bonneville that brings money it, into the exactly. area. So I don't understand. You know, if drag racing is a, is a cultural phenomenon to the United States and we're supposed to honor and celebrate it, why are we killing all our drag, drag race uh, tracks? Not, not quite sure. Oh.
Not quite sure. All right, I am. I've got us on Facebook Live right now. We got Anna Octane on screen. We're just a little bit slow. If you've got a question for us tonight, I'm going to be monitoring Facebook. Give us a call. The number 800-809-0802. Call us. We'll answer whatever question you've got about the topic we're talking about. So think about that. I'm monitoring, just like uh, in the old days when we had Speed Scene and we'd monitor you guys' uh, comments. That's right. Well, I'm going to do it again. I'm trying something new. I'm trying to multitask. For an old (laughs) fart like me, it's a little difficult, but but we're going to do it. Now, on the phone with us right now is Casey Noons. And Casey, you just did a show. We were at, um, my friend Randy Cardoon and I helped you out with the awards, and uh, we did some podcasts from there. Tell us what's going on. Hi, it's it's actually Cassie. Cassie, and, I'm sorry. Um, thank you so much for coming out. I, I can't tell you how appreciative I am and all of our volunteers were that you came out and helped. It was a huge honor well, to have you. you guys announcing the show. Thank you. We we had fun. As a matter of fact, if you, if you look on the Facebook, you'll find some of the pictures. We had so much fun. The people that were in front of us didn't know it, but the cameraman was laughing his uh, proverbial butt off. Uh, and we even uh, kind of spoofed your sister while while she was there. Yeah. Was she, thinks you two are, uh, she thinks you two are interesting. Yeah, we, yeah interesting. Let's see. She's uh, 20-something, and we're 60-something. Yeah, we're interesting. Yeah, that's a nice way of saying we're old farts. I understand. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. So, Casey, or Cassie, what's going on? So, I just wanted to announce, you know, if I, if people hadn't heard already, that we actually not only broke, but we destroyed our goal of money raised for the American Diabetes Association. Great. Wow. Yeah. Our goal initially was $5,000, uh-huh. and we raised... $6,850. Wow, that's great. That's fantastic. That's good. Now, you've got plans to do the show again next year, right? I do. All I'm right. already starting to plan it. Good. Well, you can count on Randy and I being there again. So we'll help you out. And for those of you, when we say Randy, for those of you outside the L.A. area, Randy Cardoon is the uh, sports anchor for KNX Radio here in the Los Angeles area. And he and I have uh, partnered together to do things like Cassie's uh, show, where we'll do the awards presentations and we do podcasts from different events. So if you if you have that interest, uh just contact us on Facebook or uh, send us an email, and we'll uh, let you know what our schedule is and uh, what we need to do. All right, well, that's great. Now, you're also going to be working on some other shows, I understand. I I am, actually. I'm putting together a festival for April to raise money and awareness for Autism Speaks. Okay. And that's another program in L.A. that... Um, helps raise awareness and support for autism, and it's the entire spectrum. Well, good. So, you know, Asperger's and all of that, it's going to benefit all of those, all of those um, situations. Well, well, good. Don't do it on the second weekend of April, though, because Drag Fest is happening, and that's going to be a zoo. Everybody's yeah. going to be at Drag Fest. <laughs> yeah, Randy and I are definitely going to be there. So, uh, yeah, don't 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 do that. We won't be able to be there. Yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten a date yet. We're okay. just going around, you know, getting getting all the logistics figured out. Because okay. uh, it's going to be a concert. There's going to be kids' games there. There's going to be a car show. It's going to be a big thing. Well, good. Let us know more when you get close to coming up with a date. We'll put it here on gas. Let everybody know about it. Absolutely. And again, thank you guys for supporting us. Not a problem, Cassie. Take care and uh, hope you get your Chevelle running again soon. Yeah, you know, I I hope so too. (laughs) It's it's been pretty rough, but I have faith that, you know, karma will come around and I'll get myself back on the road eventually. All right, sounds good. Cassie, thank you very much for calling in. We got to move on. We got a full house tonight here at the Great American Auto Scene. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Take care now.
Man, it looks like a lot of great cars at that show, Bob. Yeah, there were. And I don't know if you've had the, some of the pictures of Randy and I doing our shtick uh, as we were doing the award presentation, but we, we had a blast. We, uh, we, we It was like a, a stand-up comedy routine with us too and uh you know as we get here on the show well randy and i got that way too but while people were we had uh cassie's sister who's a model and is going to have her new show on netflix this year she wouldn't tell us what or next year she didn't tell us what the name of the show was oh. because it, it it's going to be introduced shortly but she was the uh trophy person but, yeah how cool and is while that she was doing the trophy presentations to the individuals randy and i were behind Doing our shenanigans. Oh boy! And uh, the the cameraman, w- w- a couple of times, just about fell off his chair. <laughs> so we were having a kick. It was a, it was a great time. The show was great. Well over a hundred cars, as she said, she had a goal of five thousand. She had over six thousand dollars in uh, revenue for the charity. Excellent. And, and no one got paid to be there. Everyone was volunteering, from the band to the DJ to randy and myself uh and we had a kick it, it was great and the thing about it was since it wasn't in los angeles it was up in the ventura area mm-hmm. there were a lot of cars we hadn't seen yes a lot of cars that don't go to the shows in the la area now not that it's that far it's only an hour away but a lot of the guys don't come down to the crowded la area so we had cars that came from north santa barbara and the ventura area that came down to newbury park california for this show and it was great yeah that's good stuff Man, right. And, you know, that's a great uh, sort of area to have a car show because it's it's not rural, but there are a few more trees and a few more country roads there. Yes. Some fun driving in the... Well, uh, the other thing, too, is the venue was at the MB2 go-kart track. Oh. So you had indoor go-kart racing you could do while you were there at the car show. Oh, brilliant. And it, so it was neat. All right, we're live here on Facebook. I'm Hot Rod Bob, along with Bruce Parker and Anna Attain. If you've got a question for us regarding some of the guests we're going to have on tonight, we've got some call-ins, we've got some topics we're going to go over. Uh, by the way, I'll, uh, here's some really, really quick uh, footage. Oh, nice. Uh, had, the, uh, had the Lincoln in a, uh, in a Christmas parade oh, over the cool. weekend, thanks to Ed over at TMPC. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, the motion picture the car, car guy. The car guy, yeah. Yeah, Ed the car guy. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. It, you know, small yeah. town parades are kind of fun because mm-hmm. they're, um, uh, you know, it's not a, a giant production like the Pasadena Rose right. Parade or something or other where everything is very critically, uh, you know, ready to go and this sort of thing. So it's just this sort of mongrel collection of cars, including one, they, the uh, the Automobile Driving mus- uh, Museum in El Segundo brought oh, out okay. a 1960 Bonneville. Oh. And, you know, so much of this stuff, uh, parade cars are not really show cars because they're mm-hmm. meant to be beat on a little bit. You're stuck there yep. in traffic driving one mile an hour, hoping your car doesn't overheat, hoping the generator can keep up with an idling yep. engine for, you know, that long distance. And, uh, but, you know, and then uh, very often at a smaller parade, you're loading just uh, local business owners mm-hmm. into your car. In my case, it was a local restaurant tour and three little kids. And, you know, within 10 minutes, those kids were jumping out of their skin because yep. they were so bored. Yep. So I was going, oh, man, I could, you know, I got some really nice upholstery in this car. I, you know, I got to make sure things don't get beat up and yeah. whatever. And after a while, you just go, look, man, this is what a car is for. People are supposed to ride in it. You're supposed to drive it. I, I can't yep. be Mr. Pristine and hope everything survives because it won't survive everything. Nothing does. But, yeah, there we are. are. Echo Park. Did you have a Christmas hat on? I did. That's awesome. You didn't want to burn his head. Beautiful car. That's right. (laughs) Sunburn. We're in Southern California. (laughs) That's right. Christmas at 80 degrees here. And it was. It was out of the wind. So it was kind of toasty. The kids were going, oh, man, I wish we brought along some water and, you know. Yeah. But uh, look at that fabulous mid-century modern front end. I love that Is that like a car for Mars or what? That is one of my most favorite Lincolns. It was awesome. Almost like a custom car. If you look at a lot of the customs from that era, they used the Lincoln headlights. Yeah. To, to put canted headlights on their custom cars, on their yeah. hot rods. Yeah, they are. That and the 59 did. Chevy headlights, they put them on an angle. Right. Uh, same kind of idea. Yeah, same yeah. kind of idea. And it, it was just an amazingly beautiful car. Do you, yeah. want, do you want to hear a little tidbit? Go back to sure, that Sure, show me a tidbit. The, I mean, the, the, show me a tidbit. <laughs> the square grill on that car yes. is actually kind of influenced by the Ferraris. Is it? They have the square, egg, it's called the egg crate grill. Oh. And it, it's, it's really nice to see it on an American car as well. well and, so. of course, the backside of these cars have that same, it's kind of tough yeah. to tell here, but they have that same uh, egg crate, you know, pattern in the uh, in the whole 
tail panel as well, as did the Thunderbirds for that year. Yes, so. they did. You know, and uh, if you want to see a real, someone's taken one and customized it, which is kind of interesting to do to one of these because they look so custom, is go to uh, uh, Kendig, Dave oh, Kendig's Dave site, Kendig. and uh, he just did one. Bitchin' Rides did a whole story on it. He did a, a Thunderbird? A Lincoln. Oh, and he took, you know, how your front end is, the, the front wheels, are, there's kind of a scalloped area. Yes. He did that in the rear. Oh, nice. So it matched. Interesting. And it looked like it was supposed to be there. What do you know? So, you know, Lincolns are, I mean, you don't see too many of those Lincolns around. They were expensive to buy. They were expensive to maintain. And the average person didn't buy them. Yeah. So when they became used on the market, they were too expensive to maintain. People didn't keep buying them. So there's very few of them remaining, and your convertibles were a very rare piece. Yeah, because uh, I know new, at least for that year, there was about 3,000 made. So, yeah. you know, attrition, there's a lot less of them now. So. Yeah. Well, actually, it's almost a factory futuristic concept car because they were yeah. taking design cues from aviation and NASA mm-hmm. and... That was a very space-age car. It's beautiful. Well, it's also, you know, it's surprisingly square. For a period, late 50s, everything was quite roundy, especially General Motors cars were very, you know, a 58 Mm -hmm. Chevy or a 58 Cadillac is very rounded, very 50s looking. And Ford was very angular. Yeah, already angular. It was was two or three years before that was going to happen kind of across the industry. What can you do? Yeah, there you go. Can I say something? Oh. (laughs) Rob Ida is building a concept tucker with the turret yes. seats that rotate around and around. Yep. A and you just remind tucker. yeah, it's amazing. It's it's going to be beautiful. And I don't know if it's for Sean Tucker or not. Well, now is it a steel car or are they it's using one of the reproduction ca- it's bodies? It's a steel car. So he found one they, that someone would relinquish. Either that or they fabricated it completely. I, yeah, yeah. There, there was one that showed up at SEMA this year and it was a fabricated body. Did and it have the turret seats, the three turret seats? I don't in it? know. It, ha- oh, it had uh, the, door, the awesome. doors were closed. But it, it, I, okay. one side was high tech, one side was low tech, so it looked like an original Tucker. But, uh, and I didn't look at the engine. I believe someone told me it was an LS series mounted in the back. Yeah, I think so. But, it, it, you know, gorgeous Beautiful. machine. I've always liked the Tuckers anyway. Yeah. But apparently, the rotating turret was a concept car that never got done. Oh, um, there's and the car from uh, the SEMA show. Is that from the SEMA show? Well, the the one... Oh, Rob Ida. Well, maybe that's the one that was on display at the SEMA show, was Rob Ida's car. I don't know, but there is an Instagram video on Rob's page where the interior actually turns around. It's three seats, and it mm. keeps going. Oh, God, it's so that amazing. That can make me dizzy. No, it's awesome. It's I a know. Disney ride. <laughs> you, a can't Disney ride. While yeah. you're, uh, you can't do that while you're driving. It okay, no. let's see what we've got here. This is, I guess, the fabrication. Yeah, a lot of fabrication. Yeah. Um, there, there is a video. I don't know. Maybe it was just recent where the seats. See, that's all steel. That's yeah. all steel, wow, man. That that's amazing. that is a lot of real steel. Wow. Boy, oh, boy. And uh, isn't it funny? All cars at some point looked like that. Yeah, <laughs> those, those cars were called were nicknamed the Torpedoes, but mm-hmm. Preston Tucker didn't want them called that because it was right after World War II, 1948. Right. Oh, yeah. And he thought it was bad PR. But they took a lot of design cues from aviation as well. They're very streamlined. Mm-hmm. They're low. They're well, fast. They do about 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Wait, Porsche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was cool. I think we ran no, it through wasn't. Tucker shots. <laughs> yeah, it is. It was a Porsche. No, that was a cool little Porsche. Oh, no, yeah, it was yeah. a Speedster. Do you know? Uh, no. Okay, never mind. No. I never did. <laughs> what do we have in mind? Never mind. Porsche started with Hitler, with the VW Beetle in nineteen. Well, it started with the VW Beetle. Yeah. Yes, but and then, Porsche, Ferdinand Porsche, came up with a sports car. Yeah. And uh, once he got out of jail, because he was locked up during uh, during World War II as a, a, a prisoner of war. Well, he was using um, slave labor Yeah, but in BMW, wasn't he? No, he wasn't no. in BMW. Who was it? Who was using slave labor? I don't know. Oh, well, okay. Well, he was very It naughty. depends on who you talk to. It could have been someone here in the United States. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, for all we know. Yeah. I mean, that was the very early Tucker. Thomas Jefferson wasn't... He was... 
having he was. affairs with his slaves. Yes, he was. He's very naughty, too. Well, you know, he could be on A lot of naughty L's before he, he, Christmas. He, he could be on that list right now. It's, it's you know, who's going to be the uh, scapegoat du jour or whatever That's you want right. to call him. The scapegoat du jour is a good, yeah, the, yeah. the statue du jour. The statue du jour, yeah, which statue are we taking down this week? Anyway, that's political. We're going to get off that subject. Anna, you've got something else for us to talk about regarding uh, vehicle search and seizure. Yes, it's not nice. It's not nice. (laughs) They can take your stuff and your car uh, and not convict you and still keep your stuff. That's not very good. Wait a minute. Yes, yes. Um, They can stop you. Who's they? The police. Okay. Okay, I wrote it down. I see that. (laughs) So, Can wait, you read your writing? Um, no. We've got no. a web page here that talks a bit about <laughs> this. Uh, yes. License to Steal, of course, is how yes. they've titled it. Yes, yes there it is. So, um, if the police think that you are engaged in illegal activity, distress alarm, or har- harassment with your vehicle, they can stop you. They can seize your vehicle and the property in the vehicle. And they can keep it even if you're not convicted. So once you hmm. go through the courts, you've got 45 days to 90 days to up to a year up for your money, but 45 days to 90 days to get your property back, and they don't have to give it back to you. That is yeah. troublesome. And that's, now the, the saving grace that, strangely enough, here in California, they can't do that. If well, you're it's not, good revenue, though, too. Well, it's good revenue, but in California, if you're not convicted, they have to return the property. But you have to petition for it. You just don't get it back. Right. If you don't petition for it, it's bye-bye after a year. Bye-bye, yeah, and it's gone. So, and then they auction it off and raise money for the police department, so or whatever they well, do Well, and it. they're not supposed to... It's not supposed to be revenue for the, the police departments, but that's what it's turning into. Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to contact your congressperson. You need to get with SEMA. Uh, and become a member of SAN, the SEMA Action Network, because these are the people that are fighting this to try and get it. I mean, if they take your car justifiably, you're street racing. They grab it. You're dealing in drugs. You're doing something illegal, an illegal activity. That's one thing. But if they just pull you over with suspicion of doing something, hmm. they can confiscate your vehicle. Man. And you, that's the problem. In California, luckily, they can't do that. Hmm. So you need to check and make sure in your area what the laws are, and then contact SEMA, get behind them, because they're the ones that are fighting this right now. Yeah. Wow. Bob's pocket is ringing next to me. It's, it's I think it's harassment. Oh, really? <laughs> is that a bell in his pocket? There's or? a bell in his pocket. <laughs> or, uh, and it's in my, my back pocket, so that is, <laughs> no, that's. Not, no, if oh, yeah, it's in it's, your pocket, it no, would be it's in, in your, your back, pocket right if there. Was, if it was in your back pocket, it would be harassment. It's not. On that note, I think we need a commercial, Bruce. What do you think? Uh, I think you're so right. Wow, you know, it's tough to touch any subject anymore. I know. I know. Wow. We, we, we can, we can uh, make fun of any subject right now. There you go. <laughs> Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. We're going to have a fabulous vintage commercial. We, I think we might. Yes. <laughs> Let's see what we got going. Well, that was all very clear if you're a duck. But here's what Donald was trying to teach the boys. See these two pairs of springs? These are longer and wider than these shorter, stiffer springs. Now, everybody knows that a longer, wider spring like this has a much softer, smoother action than the short springs that you find on most cars. But not on Hudson's. No, sir. Hudson cars are built with these exclusive deep coil springs to give you a ride that's three times softer and smoother. They're safer, too. Here's why. These deep coil springs are placed above the center of gravity. In most cars, the short springs are below the center of gravity. It's easy to see the Hudson with its deep coil springs is much more stable on turns and curves. There's little or no uncomfortable swing and sway in a Hudson. Here's another thing you'll like about the brand new Hudson Hornet. You have your choice of the latest, greatest of the V8 engines, the Hudson Hornet V8 or the famous national championship six. American Motors has really rolled out the red carpet with the completely new Hornets and Wasps. See them. Drive them at your Hudson dealers now. 
All right, welcome back to. What are we on? We're gas. <laughs> We've got gas here on on Great American Auto Scene. How are you doing tonight? We're doing great. We're a little confused. We're having fun. We are going to be here tonight for you, and then we're going to take a break for the holidays. No matter whether you're celebrating Hanukkah, which is started last night, mm-hmm. Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever holiday you set, you you observe. Happy holidays to you. Yeah, and if, man, images all over the country, all over the world, of course, yeah. since this uh, this show is, is uh, well, planetary-wide. Yes. Boy, there's, there's snow worldwide. falling in some parts, and there's, uh, you know, the heat of summer in Australia all yeah. at the same time. I, we've got people in Britain right now watching, Sweden, we, like you said, Australia down there. We've got some guys watching right now. We can see you. We know you're there. Thank you for tuning in. What we're going to go into now is because a lot of the East Coast is of this country and Sweden, where um, well, a lot of our friends are at right now. And my 58 Ford and is there. 58 Ford's there. Oh, my gosh. And it is covered in snow. You know, kind of like that song. My Woody's outside covered in snow. Well, it doesn't matter whether it's a Woody or convertible or a hardtop. It's covered in snow. <laughs> there you so have you it. can't go out and do your hot rodding. I mean, unless you've got snow tires on your hot rod. You can't go drag racing unless you've got studded snow tires, and even then, where are you going to go drag racing? And who's going to drag race in the snow anyway? Although, I understand in North Dakota, they have ice drag racing. But, what do you do? You want to race. This is what you do. Yeah. world has got a drag race set for you. It's HO scale. It'll fit just about anywhere. 26 feet. It's 164th scale. And depending on the track you get, it's got a return road, which basically makes it a NASCAR oval. That's so you can run cool. ovals as well. But it's got your timing lights. It's got your finish line. It's got pro stocks. It's got top fuel. It's got funny cards. Now, here's the two pro stock cars. I, this is my particular set. Is that your car back there? That, that is. is my cars. <laughs> No, yes. that little oh, that black little black one. With one. The flames. That's a little Willie's. It, it, looks, it like looks like my like car. Yours. It looks like simple. my hot rod. Yeah. yeah. So here we got wow. this. To tell you how old this is. Jegs hasn't had a pro stock car in how long? Okay. But then. there's the Jegs pro stock car. There's the Summit pro stock car, and they even come with wheelie bars, and they need them. Oh, wow! Interesting. They generate that much. They uh, generate that that kind of acceleration. Now, behind it, you see the gassers. There's two oh, gassers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's the Moon Eyes Willies hey. alongside the Flamed Willies. Wow. Now, look Where at the slicks. You can get these from Auto World. Now, we'll go online to show the, your web, their website in just a little bit. Here's some funny cars. Jack Beckman's old Davelin car and Robert Heights. Wow. Auto Club car. This is amazing because I had assumed, you know, I, well, no, I didn't assume this, but I knew that slot cars back in the day when I had a couple of sets, mm-hmm. you know, they've morphed a little bit, but a lot of the technology really is the same. But I didn't know you could you could get a set that's got some of the current, well, yeah. somewhat current racers and stuff. Well, Auto World is reproducing all of the cars from the Aurora days and the TFX days and things of that nature. God, that's And cool. they're putting different bodies on them. Now, there's companies that are also making resin bodies for these cars so you can you can have just about any type of car you'd like and the detail is exquisite on these cars as you can see from these it's very readable and this is an HO car we've got a photo coming up in a little bit to give you a, a rough idea of the size you can see this is the Pontiac oh, GTO oh look at the size of the car and that's an Energizer double tr- A battery Wow, you're right. Look at the graphics. Everything is yeah. sparkling clear. Everything is, is really clear, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to set it up in my house. Uh, I've got it, and we're going to set it up and have some fun. I've got a whole series. Now, that one, you just saw the the, the flame willies. Mm-hmm. If you look at the tires, those are the original AFX. That's an original AFX car. That's not oh, the current God. reproductions. Oh. Because if you look at the moon car... You can see the tires on the moon car. Yeah, we'll see that. We'll go back car. and uh, you can see the difference in the tires. I know it's there. It is. Look at the tires in the back of the moon gasser. Oh, completely different. Completely different. And look at how wide they are. Yeah, that little car will pick the front end up. <laughs> That's so awesome. I mean, it, it, it will do wheelies. <laughs> that is so weird, considering it's an electric. It's an electric little car, and uh, it's great. Now, a lot of places have. Uh, you know, regular oh slot car tracks. Buena Park, California has a drag strip at their slot car track, commercial track, mm-hmm. and it races every Wednesday night. And some of the NHRA regulars show up there on Wednesday nights. Wow. But you can see, you know, here's the side view of, of some of the cars. But look at the uh, the tires on the back of the Moon Eyes Willys. 
I'm going to assume, they're Bob, big. that these are compatible with the since they're the reproductions. Older roars. Yeah, yes, which is what we had. We had Tyco, I think, Tyco and Aurora, and Aurora right? Yeah. And these are compatible. As a matter of fact, the uh, the Willies are the three gear. Uh, what do they call them? T jets. Yeah, yeah. The, these which, are reproductions. Uh, well, the black one's the original one. The yellow one is the reproduction of the three-gear Aurora cars. Which, it, it was a set of gears that were, that faced up. The gears were flat, right. the horizontal, right. and uh, they were brass. Yeah, and, and as a matter of fact, I think top, one of the I photos think. we have, uh, one of the early photos you showed, has uh, the chassis with the body off. Oh, so man. So you can see what it is. These are a little bit longer, a little bit bigger than the Willys. Okay. But as you can see, they've got real working wheelie bars. That's amazing. And these are the funny cars. This is Fast Jack Beckman's Babylon car that he ran a number of years ago. Wow. That tells you how old my set is. Yeah. Now, what is it like to put these cars... Well, that would be just ridiculous. I was going to say, <laughs> with a, uh, you know, the long nose, the dragster style, yeah. what happens on a circle track? Like on the return road, what happens with this car? It just sort of slings it, it around You know, it, it's probably going to tip over because it's got a really narrow track. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, width of the of the of the body, and it's very long. You can see right there in the center. There's a pin coming down. Yeah, that is where it actually stays in the track in the groove. Sure. Uh, instead of it being all the way in the front like it is in the shorter wheelbase cars, right? It's in the middle to try and keep it a little bit more stable. Yeah, and of course, if it was all the way back where the electrical pickups are back there, the runners, right? It, and you it, can see those right where the the uh, canards are. Sure, uh, it, amazing. So uh, does the cars come with the track? Yes. Oh wow! How well, many? some of the cars, two cars. Now there's two. there's the early motor, uh, the cars, and there's the the chassis. Yeah. Underneath them. Yeah. You can see the uh, the Valvoline, the Ron Caps Napa car, the Jigs, and the Summit Pro Stock. What do you know? What a perfect gift for a hot rodder. Yeah, and you can get them, uh, Bruce. If you can pull up uh, Auto Weeks, Auto World, AW. We can uh, find the track there. They're around $150. You can check it. You can find them on eBay. I got that one on a special deal. It was just over $100 plus shipping, and shipping was like $15, $20. So $125 or so, I got myself a race set. And uh, it's a neat piece. Auto World is reproducing a lot of cars, a lot of slot cars, HO and so forth, from the 60s. They've got the rights to them, and they're reproducing them. They've got NASCAR. They've got drag cars. They've got you name it. If it's in HO form, they have a whole bunch. You can go to them. You can search their site. You can find the drag kit. Now, they even private labeled these drag sets. Western Auto had it for a while. John Force was selling his version with his cars in it. That's and you might cool. check the John Force site and see if they've got any of those left. They're also reproducing. There's the old AMT uh, parts <laughs> kits. Auto World has been around since the 60s, building or selling slot cars, uh, model kits, and all sorts of other things. That's the darndest thing. Because, you know, we had ours. There was a lot of sort of uh, road racing uh, vehicles yeah. that were out as well. You know, some mm-hmm. of the, uh, the, the well, GT40-type cars. Yes. Um, uh, there was one called a Chaparral. I don't know yeah, what that Chevrolet was. Yeah, Chevrolet Chaparral. That was uh, Jim Hall. Okay. And, I, you know, it's amazing to see this stuff back in circulation. Yeah. I'm loving and, this. And now, in, if you want to get into something a little bit larger, 132nd scale has got a lot more detail and a lot more choices. And that's the cars that I race. I belong to a slot car club here in Southern California called Far Out Race Team, On the Hill Gang, whatever. We've got a number of different names. We've got a, a Facebook page as well. And we race every two weeks. As a matter of fact, the club and racing was just a article in the Los Angeles Times. Well, what do you know? And they talked about the aging of the hobby because the average guy that runs this thing is in the late 50s, early 60s. But uh, you can get 132nd scale that are extremely detailed. They're actually models that you can race. Well, and of course, most of us as kids built 124th scale, which was a little larger. Which was larger. And then the home kits were primarily 132nd scale. The 124th were primarily the commercial. Okay. And and I've got some of those, too. There's a commercial track just a couple of miles from my house in Buena Park, and I can go racing there. And I have a couple of times. I just haven't been able to to find a weekend off to go. And I go out a couple of times on Wednesday nights, meet and greet with some of the the NASCAR guys or the uh, NHRA regulars that run drag racing slot cars. Now, just to give you an idea, we got a youngster, Troy Barton, 
who races not only a junior dragster and took a lot of runs. I think he was a champion this year in NHRA in Division 7. But he also runs a slot car drag car. He had three perfect lights in a row (laughs) racing his slot car. And then he came out to Irwindale and got a couple of perfect lights there with his junior dragster. Jeez. So this kid is is racing. He comes from a family of drag racers. Donnie, his grandfather, started out with the clowning around cars. He's got a 55 Chevrolet. He runs Super Gas. His son, Todd, ran a number of different cars, now runs a Super Comp dragster. And now Troy... The third generation is running a junior dragster and slot car drags as well. What do you know? And that perfect reaction time is just, well, there you go. You, there you go. The controls are completely different, but the idea is the same. The concept's the same. Yeah. So indoor drag racing is something you can it? do. It's something you can do in the wintertime, get to guys over. A number of guys in the East Coast that I know have drag strips and road courses in their basements. Do you know if back in the day, back in the 60s or the 70s, did they market drag racing slot cars? I I don't recall it, but yeah. I was the, out. The, Parma is one of the companies that makes a ready-to-race chassis, P-A-R-M-A. Hmm. And uh, I had one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't keep it. I traded it for another car because most of what I do is uh, road racing. Sure. However, Dragfest. Dragfest. I was into Hot Wheels. You were into Hot Wheels? Yeah. And so you was know I. what's good about yep. Hot Wheels tracks? You can separate them, turn them into swords, and beat it's your true. brothers with them. <laughs> you yeah, can't I mean, do that with the slot car track. Well, it, 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 it replaces the hollow tube that you get after you've done your Christmas wrapping. Well, it sort of does. You know, the thing we had troubles with with Hot Wheels tracks, though, was that, you know, they had the uh, sort of magenta colored tongue that would connect yep. the two orange track right. pieces. Well, the little rails that held the orange track you know that that held that tongue together yeah. a lot of times those would tear out after mm-hmm. a while and uh well maybe that was their planned obsolescence to buy planned more track obs- buy more track yes <laughs> we used track. to have to make uh we, we used to run out of those pieces that held them together yeah oh yeah so we we'd take uh whatever we could find plastic sure. and, or cardboard <laughs> and cut new ones to put in there because we, we kept breaking them but uh we now from what i understand anna and you can confirm this with stormy we are going to have slot car drag races at Dragfest. Yes, with an 80-foot track. Oh, wow. going to be fabulous. So we're going to have outside drag yeah. racing on the drag strip. We're going to have drag racing in the pits on a slot car track at famous Auto Club Famoso Raceway for Dragfest coming this April. April, the second weekend in April at Auto Club Famoso. Okay. It's a three-day uh circus and festival with music and all kinds of stuff and a drag race is going to break out yes <laughs> and we're going to have they lots were talking of drag about racing. midgets flying in parachuting in but i don't think we're going to do that They're and by the way a- she's talking because we're in such a politically, politically correct, correct world she's talking about midget racers, midget racers yes. i'm sorry the little Small people racers. will fly in with parachutes and well it's going to be crazy because you know randy's running it so randy's crazy yes. so the famoso mob is hosting and famoso speed shop and boy they're going to have everything they have 24 afx cars coming in from arizona wow they have the american nostalgia west racing guy with a team with, uh, run by dave franklin okay they run at moon eyes and every uh, uh, up at famoso and uh the pedal car drags and the slot cars and pinups and you know uh, based on the show based on the aging of the average hot rodder today will we have scooter races Mm. Um, you can. The little kids can bring their trikes and their wagons. We're going to do a pedal. No, I, I was thinking those little electric scooters that a lot of the old guys are running around um, on. You know, those guys are dangerous. We need yes, to insure them because they try to run people over yes. in the pits. Well, that's what I'm saying. Put them, put them on the drag strip. Run we them should. sixty foot. You know what? That's a fabulous idea. Hey, we talked to Dale Snoke when we were at the uh, SEMA show uh-huh. about Moon making moon discs for those that's awesome so he's thought about that oh that would be something so we got yeah. moon we can have moon disc we can have uh johnny martinez might might be there and we can have him pinstripe that's a great those little idea. uh what they call them rascals i think so yeah so i mean we can get into this we can we can have talk to m and h maybe they can make a set of slicks oh wouldn't for that a scooter. be great yeah be yeah great. so this is i think is um footage from i think the 2009 event yeah we were just randy, seeing 2009 this is a yeah. bit newer now and we'll go back to the 09 but randy yes. went on hiatus for a while and uh there was such a huge um call for it to come back that they're bringing it back and it's going to be bigger and better and and it's going to be fun. That was Ivy Demerita. Mm-hmm. Now, what separates Dragfest from any old drag race? 
Fun. Yeah, uh, fun. It's pretty crazy. It, it's like uh, drag racing on steroids. All nostalgia. Um, run what you brung. I think it's exhibition racing, so some of the older cars can come out. Yeah. And it's track. an exhibition. There's some latitude on the NHRA equipment rules. Okay, then. Because it's not a race. It is an exhibition. Right. So they're going to actually have a little class. Uh, it was originally sponsored by Rod and Culture, but Dragfest is going on to its own entity now. But um, they're going to bring out the four bangers. They're having right. a whole little separate race of the four banger guys coming out. Who also oh, Forever Four? Yeah, the Forever Four guys are coming out. They run the Antique Nationals. Yes, and they're going to uh, Clark Crump is coordinating that. They're going to come out and oh, so that'd be great. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. There's Bob Moravin, yeah. a.k.a. Floyd Lippincott. Ah, he was there. How They're going to have a backup girl contest and a pinup girl contest. Those are the backup girls. They're going to... Yeah, uh, look every, at some of these old yeah, cars. Look at Tommy Ivo's. That was Tommy Ivo's car. Man. The great they're, com- they're already coming in. They're they're calling in from all over the United States. They're High and mighty. Paul Solis. Yep. Paul Solis. There he goes. Oh, he was at Irwindale <laughs> for Moon Eyes. That thing went up on the back bumper. He Gosh. was one of my first features for Old School Rods oh, that, magazine. That is just an amazing car, and he's an amazing person. Super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Paul Solis. He drives that car on the street. Last Wednesday, we had the toy run at the NHRA Motorsports Museum. He drove it. He was there. Yeah. Man, I so tried to get into, you know, not to change subjects, because we're still yeah. seeing, uh, for those of us who are watching the uh, video stream as well as listening to this radio show, but uh, we're still showing images from the drag fest. But, um, man, tried I tried, but I was just too late to get into as an entry yeah. into the Moon Eyes uh, oh, show. Oh, man. But, you There's know, a was, thousand cars there at Moon Eyes. thousand wow. pre-entered car show. Yeah. That's, then you had another race group of a hundred amazing we had afx yeah we had exhibition runs we had one guy made over 20 runs with a 1959 <laughs> cadillac four-door how about that it was fun as can be i mean he was just going lap after lap as every chance he got to go down the track he was smoking those wide whites and they were lined up at 4 30 in the morning yes, they and, were. and the lot was full by 9 30 well, we got some people that got there a little bit later and had a little bit of difficulty getting in because it was hard to find a place to park. Well, yeah. Uh, so spectators were parking on the opposite side of the freeway and walking over. So uh-huh. they got their steps in for the day if they had a Fitbit. Well, <laughs> there you well, go. Moon Eyes yeah. is now totally international. They just opened yes. a Moon Cafe in Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, wow. wow. And at the Yokohama show, they've got guys they've coming got in from all over Singapore. The world. With their yes. motorcycles and Indonesia, I mean, it. They are really doing great for promoting uh, hot rod culture worldwide. They are, and the the Moon Eyes show in Yokohama that was just the week before the Moon Eyes show here in California is truly an international show. I think you were at the show last yeah. year, right? I was three years ago. I went. Okay, why? And time flies. Time flies by when you're having fun. Yeah. We're going to go back after talking to the guys if we can get the same or some of the same guys that went this year. To go back again next year, we're going to go because it'll be a great group. Uh, when Peg and I went three years ago, we really didn't know too many of the people that were on the flight. This last time, a lot of the Irwindale racers came in. Oh. I think Dale so Snoke was Dale, there this year. Well, Dale year. Snoke's there. Yeah, he wasn't there the year we were there, but Dale was work, working for Moon Eyes and he was there. Uh, Ernie, the attorney. Oh, he's came a good in. one. Ernie he Allegory. Uh, Hot Rod Holly came in. Oh, she's fine. She is a great lady. Nice personality. Super nice lady. She was doing her pinup thing, uh, which she just started doing. She's always had other people. Take, she's taking pictures of other people as pinups. This Now she's decided she's going to be a pinup. Hey, why not? And she is definitely a, a very she good ambassador more, for that. Yeah, mm. totally. Great, yeah. great PR, bubbly. Wonderful. So, yeah, yeah, she's involved in DragFest. Yeah, good. Yeah. And, and that'll be great. So it's going to be a fun time at DragFest. We'll hope to see you out there. Moon Eyes uh, Christmas party. Well, we don't know how that's going to happen next year. Yeah. The Moon Eyes show in Yokohama, 26 years next year. That Shige Suganama, who's the owner of Moon, has put that on. I was honored to meet Shige when I worked in Japan for Nissan in 1988 before he purchased Moon Eyes hmm. from uh, Dean's widow. Is that politically son. incorrect, right there? Might be. I don't know. <laughs> nice posse. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. There's traction from moving both right along. <laughs> yeah, double barrel. Yeah. So anyway, drag fest. Put it on your calendar. It'll be in April. 
Uh, you got the photograph I sent you, Bruce, right? On that? Oh. No. Check your email. Yeah, let's check the or email. Or did I? No, I didn't send it to you. Yeah? Well, but let me... But of what? Hey. I'll, you know, we'll, we'll get it out to you. It'll be on my Facebook page. Check out that. You can go to Stormy Birds page. I'll put it on my page in just a couple of moments. I think we have a Drag Fest flyer. Don't we, we may have a Drag, have a drag Fest, Fest flyer, flyer no? I well, think. I, I think I sent it to Bruce. You did? Uh-huh. We'll find out. Well, geez. We'll it's have to check. In the email. And then I'm looking at my computer while we're doing this. Drags all. Poster pedal card drags. Oh, and is I'm going to bring part out of it. Gee, hey, well, you know, it. I'm going to bring out my son's pedal car. Oh, I bought this for him when he was a year old to give to him at his second Christmas. There's the drag. There's are the drag the fest. The pedal car. That that's going to be. And that's your pedal car right there. <laughs> well, that's the one with both the of them, and both that's my niece and my nephew. Your niece actually, and your nephew. Oh, that's so fun. And, and that is actually, a very close picture to what they really yeah, look like. Yeah, they're like they're monkeys, and yeah. we are going to actually push them down the front of the grandstands. And they're literally going to race. Cool. And they'll get trophies and everything, and it'll be a lot of fun. And we're going to have a um, face painting and and a, um, a place for parents to sit and rest oh, with good. the kids, which the moms always love. And you can bring um, your your trikes and your scooter, your little scooters and oh, your right. wagons and your trailers. Bring the kids. Trailers. This is family yeah. friendly. Yeah. So there's Pinky. That's what the girls will race. If they don't have a pedal car, they come. We just stick the cool. girls in there. That we got a little, <laughs> little chopper biker guy. He he. That, oh, that's sorry. Wild Child. That's Wild uh, he, Child. Right he there. would not get out of that. That's at the Rockabilly Extravaganza. <laughs> Man, what and a little racer that guy. Ooh, look at the that paint is, on that this 55 thing. Chevy is cool. Panel paints and all. Yeah. And look at that motor. We yeah. built that for West Coast Customs Cruise and Nationals oh, and auctioned that off for Alzheimer's. That's oh. my new project. Oh, that is That's cool. That's by Tick One. Are you oh. going to leave it sort of patinaed yeah, like that? that oh, one will, we're just putting a chassis a cool on that idea. one. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah we will. like that one. Man. And uh, that's another one. Uh, we, I think... That's one of the expensive ones. Well, that good. actually, you can get those at Speedway Motors yes. for 150 bucks. Oh, okay. And oh, we wow. made one of those for the Automobile Driving Museum. Oh, all right. For the Peterson. Okay. So that's a little Murray uh, again. Oh. Back to Pinky. So you know you can you can paint them any way you want. <laughs> and yeah. Bring the kids out. All so, right. Yeah. So hey, Bruce, can we load up a, a Moon Eyes? commercial yeah let's do it let's fact, do the moon we'll, we'll load up a couple of things here All a little right. bit of music to take us into that and then we'll come back for the last 10 or so minutes of gas the great american auto scene we're glad you're tuning in i'm hot rod bob along with anna octane and bruce parker we're here you've got gas actually you've got gas i don't have gas uh, <laughs> yeah pig's been talking <laughs> Peg's been talking to me about that. No, 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 no. I got to change. TMI, TMI. A little too much salad roughage. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Go green. <laughs> I did. That's the problem. <laughs> All right. Here's Moon Eyes. Great American Auto Scene. In the world of speed, the dragster ranks as the number one choice of youngsters with a touch of daring and adventure in their blood. For a few fleeting seconds on a quarter-mile strip, the driver enters another world, crosses over into a new frontier. But a record-shattering adventure on the hot quarter-mile is more than a simple endeavor of one man. It takes a mechanic, a driver, a designer, and the assembled knowledge of the many manufacturing concerns who cater exclusively to speed requirements. Thousands of parts come together in one master plan to create a dragster built to perform according to the ideas of the designer, tuned by the mechanic, and guided by the firm hand of the driver. And so, the personality of a dragster emerges. A personality known as Moon Eye. is 95% work and 5% driving. The driver pays for his brief moment of speed with a tedious list of things to be done before the car can make another run. Safety chute repacking usually takes the longest and requires the help of a number of people. 
Here at Pomona, California, driver Gary Cagle and owner Dean Moon prepare Moon Eyes for a very special trip down the quarter-mile strip, the final run, for Moon Eyes is retiring. Built by Dean Moon as a quarter-mile test bench for the many speed products he manufactures or distributes, Moon Eyes has hung up an impressive record in speed. Winner in class at the NHRA Nationals in Indianapolis, and again at the Winter Nationals in Pomona, Moon Eyes has scored with top speed records of 163.09 miles per hour and an elapsed time of 8 and 98 100 seconds. Last minute plug inspection and Moon Eyes is ready, ready to pull up on the line, ready to unleash the power in the 300 cubic inch blown engine in one last burst of speed. At the drag strip, the car is loaded on the trailer for the beginning of a long journey with many stops. Moon Eyes will never run again, but it'll still live in polished beauty as a traveling showpiece, an example of the high craftsmanship of modern speed merchants. Purchased from Dean Moon by the Ravel Model Manufacturing Company, Moon Eyes will live for many years to come, not only as a traveling exhibit, but as a 125th scale model available in hobby and toy shops throughout the nation. When you see Moon Eyes today, listen carefully. You may still hear the cheering crowd and the thunder of that last final run. Welcome back to Gas, the Great American Auto Scene, here on the Great American Auto Scene. And we're coming to you live and direct from our studios here in North Hollywood, California. And we showed Anna's uh, nephews and niece in their car. This is my son. This is the year he outgrew his pedal car, but that's the pedal car we used to pull him around with. We didn't have a stroller, so what I would do is he had to steer and keep his feet off the ground, <laughs> and I tied a rope around the steering column and around my waist and pulled him. And the trailer behind him was good enough for brochures and other goodies we picked up and a six-pack. Uh, I mean, uh, Pepsis. Oh, uh, yeah, Pepsis. Uh, Pepsis yeah. in the back. Well, it, it really was Pepsis, guys. I, I, I don't drink. So we, we put it was perfect to fit a Pepsi or a six-pack of Pepsis and some other stuff, and I built the trailer for him and restored That's that old great. Murray. This this shot is about 31 years ago, 31, 32 years ago. Isn't that amazing? You got to bring that to drag fast. I will. It's it a little display. beat up because it was used by a kid. That's awesome, though. But yeah. it, it was a fun little yeah. car. I gave it to him when he was uh, two years old, and that shot, he's about six. Did you know that Dean Moon just got inducted into the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame in 2017? Does yeah. he know that? Um, I'm sure his spirit knows that. His, spirit, his yeah. son probably knows it. Yeah, it's awesome. Dean Jr.'s. We saw Gene, as a matter of fact, had dinner with Dean Jr. and uh, all the people from Moon this last Sunday, right after the uh, a day after their, the Moon Christmas party. And Dean Jr. was there, and it was kind of nice to see him. What's he doing these days? No one knows. Just having dinner with you? He was well, not, not necessarily <laughs> with me. He was with the Moon Group. We were what, having were dinner with the Moon Eyes. Moon pies. <laughs> moon pies. Moon pies. Moon pies. No, we had. Dinner. Ooh, 
What's that? I love Bruce Larson's car. Yeah, we had a bunch of photos sent over. Uh, thanks, uh, Bobby Schlegel, for sending these over. Big uh, Our invented. East Coast correspondent. Yeah, indeed. And uh, the big car show at Bruce Larson's, uh, I, I don't want to call it a ranch, at his uh, digs, I believe it was. And so there's just tons of uh, great images here. You know, interesting, this is, of course, East Coast, but uh, notice the Dragfest logo in the lower right there. Oh, so, uh, look at that. Nostalgia yeah. Dragfest, USA 1. That's a different drag fest. That's the one back in uh, Bobby's neck of the woods. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, boy, lots of fine cars here. Or look, at the, look at the angle of the injectors on that thing. I know. That's sexy. And, and this was a funny car. This was the days when you actually <laughs> knew what the car was. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and that's one of the things I miss about uh, today's drag racing is you can look at uh, a funny car and you know what it is because of the logos, but you have no idea what it is without the logos. And this happened to you know street just uh, passenger cars twenty yeah. years ago when when you had, is that a Honda or is that a Chevy Malibu? You know, yeah. it, they stopped being distinctive shapes. But yes, you're right. In in funny car racing, it's a bit more recent of a phenomenon, but it has taken hold where it's like, okay, now you've got the body, put the stickers on to yeah. identify what the car is. So we know what it is. Now, this is great. Look at this. 32 to 34 Ford pickup trucks. They they looked almost identical. There's some differences in them. Man. Uh, and this is a flopper. Uh, I guess one of Bruce Larson's Camaro uh, funny cars. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. And that's even even as a funny car, you knew what it was. It looked like a Camaro. Sure. The shape was all there. And the Corvette. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a bit more of a, that's a bit more of a modern funny car vibe. Where Well, that, that's where they started getting a little bit more swoopy. The, yeah. the wheelbases got stretched, they got narrowed a bit, yeah. but you still knew what it was. It's especially, look at that Plymouth Arrow. Uh, yeah. No question, it's a Plymouth Arrow. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I know that, yeah, there's uh, tons of in- images here. We'll just kind of skate through it real quick. Wanted to make sure we got some of this uh, on the air. Yeah, look at the great cars. I mean, a nice four-door Chevy. That's one of the things, too, is is when you go back east from here. We're in Southern California. When you go to the east, a lot of different cars were popular there than here. Here it was primarily Fords and Chevrolets. Now, there's all oh, that's a Chevy. There were a lot of, of different cars there. Look at these twin-engine cars. Yeah, wow. Tommy I mean, Ivo could have owned that's this. That's wicked. Yeah, Tommy's Tommy's twin engine was a side by side. That's Rabbis, right. Yeah, and that one's look look at that thing. That looks like a flathead with two spark plugs per cylinder. Man, some sort of special head. The Midnight on Express. So that's uh, kind of a, a an interesting body shape for that era. Yeah. And it's got the pie crust slicks on it, white walls. Yeah. Oh, that's. But so yeah, those are that's a flathead Ford. Those are twin flathead Fords. Wow. With four spark or two spark plugs per cylinder. <laughs> that that's a beast. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That is beyond cool. Oh man. I mean, th- those are neat. And some of the cars that have lasted over the years. Nice little Pontiac GTO. Yeah. Gratiot Auto Supply. Now that was one of the first rear-engined funny cars. And something about this is familiar. I wonder if I built this model as a kid or something. I don't know. Gratiot Auto Supply was in Detroit, hmm. and they had they were like the Summit and the Jegs of the time. And I believe they're still in business. But they put the Chevy V8 right behind. Man. Now, and uh, there was a Thunderbolt uh, in yeah. this general year. This is not one I believe. No, that's a 63 Galaxy. The Thunderbolt was based on the Fairlane. came out in 1964. Okay, yeah. It was that same era. Similar looking car, I think. Thunderbolt was shorter, smaller. Yeah, it was based on the Fairlane, and it was a, it was a smaller car. It was their midsize car. Yeah. Look at that. That's neat. Look at this. 32 Ford. Man. With, uh, looks like a Chevy. Another 32. Uh, and there's a dog. He's probably about a He's six. guarding the car. Yeah. <laughs> He's an 06 dog. 06 dog. <laughs> aluminum head, V8. Nice 66, 67, I believe, uh, Ford convertible. Yeah. 64 Malibu alongside it. Yeah. Beautiful. Look at this, the, the grass area. This is just a gorgeous area. I think they get a little more rain than Southern California does. Well, yeah, and they got a lot more humidity all year round. Well, yeah, so that's a plus and a minus right there. Can be tougher to keep the surfaces of a car clean from you know the the rust spotting that tends to occur after a while. Yeah, but uh, anyway, great stuff there at the uh, at the Bruce Larson event. So just wanted to get a yeah. few of those photos in. I know we're short on showtime today, guys. We are, and you know we've got a lot of guys that have been commenting on the show on Facebook. Holly, Hot Rod Holly's been watching. Joe Walla, Randy Cardoon, Pete Muriello, funny car guy. 
Excellent. By the way, I, I wanted to finally get the uh, cover art here for the uh, the Drag Fest upcoming the 2018. Go. So we're finally seeing it on the air. Yeah, well, you know, and I got a, a shout out to Randy Cardoon. He's singing, which is, I don't know if Marta can handle that. He's going, me and my arrow. Oh, for hell. He's we... singing that when he saw the arrow funny car. Gee. I wonder if when they were advertising that car, they must have used that song, but I, I don't honestly know for sure. I don't know. And Pete's trying to talk to us about doing a Pete Muriello Yellow Funny Car Driver. He's got a Vega Funny Car, part of the Sifka Group. He wants us to do a show on early four, early 60s vans. We might okay. think about that. That'll be a cool one for January. That would be sweet. So we might do, do that. you know that in Japan, they love Vegas and yeah. a, a Gremlins. They love all kinds of cool, neat old cars. Pintos? Pintos. Yeah. yeah. Vans are good. We should do something on vans. I think so. Kobe Especially Gerwitz of Church Magazine has a gorgeous van. Well, you that know, it was over at Moon Eyes this year. And the whole uh, the the forward control idea. I know even Jeep had one that was. I think it was more of a truck. But you know the the Econo lines and the uh, the Chevy, the Corvair van. What was it? The Greenbrier, I think. Yeah, the oh, Greenbrier was the was the window version. Right, and you just sat way in the front on yeah. those things, and it was be- a cab over basically. Yeah, which I, it's a cool shape. Well, there was a guy that showed up Pabona a couple of years ago with a Corvair pickup. The, ah. the, you know, the van with the pickup with the ramp side, yeah, they yeah. called them, because the side door came down and it was actually a ramp. He had a V8 stuffed right behind the driver's compartment. Wow. Man. But we'll have to get into that another time. Bruce, we have just run out of time. I Look can't at that. understand it here. All right. We got gas, the Great American Auto Scene. This is our last show of the 2017 season. We're going to take off for the holidays. I want you to have a very merry holiday, a happy holiday, whether it's Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate or observe, please enjoy the holidays. Keep it real. Keep it safe. We'll see you in January, second week of January. We'll be back with Gas, the great American Odyssey.